right, folks, you are listening to the Eshai Fleischer Show, broadcasting from Jerusalem to the world, and you're a part of it wherever you are. But I'm not in Jerusalem right now. I'm in a beautiful boardroom in Midtown Manhattan. And while I'm away in New York, you may think that I'm just, I don't know, shopping, getting ready for New Year's Eve here uh, in the Big Apple. But no, I'm actually working for Israel and concerned very much with Israel's image abroad uh, and the PR of Israel. Everybody talks about uh, the great challenge that Israel has in terms of PR and also the great success of the jihad against Israel to paint Israel as a rogue state, as an occupying state, uh, as a state that has that Jews don't have rights or shouldn't really exist. Great challenges uh, to the very narrative of Zionism in Israel have been issued in our time. And I thought that it would be fitting to talk about PR with one of uh, America's foremost public relations experts, uh, you probably have read his articles on the Jerusalem Post and other places. His name is Ron Tarosian. He is an American public relations executive. He's the founder of the New York-based 5W public relations firm. We're in it right now. He's also an author. This is a, a multi-million dollar firm specializing in all kinds of products and corporate successes. Yet Ron's heart is also very much with Israel. That started a long time ago. He became the national, when he was in college, he became the national president of the North American branch of Beitar. Beitar, of course, is the movement started by none other than Jabotinsky, Zev Jabotinsky. Uh, he was involved with the Likud party and even uh, started with his fellow Beitar members, including people like Danny Danone, who is right now uh, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations here in New York, uh, started an organization called Yerushalayim Shalanu, uh, which promoted uh, Israeli Jewish uh, living in eastern Jerusalem. Guess what? Ron is one of the founders of the very places that I live in today on the Mount of Olives. Ron Tarosian, you're also uh, the author of For Immediate Release, Shape Minds, Build Brands, and Deliver Results with Game-Changing Public Relations, and was named uh, the uh, 40 Under 40 uh, for Advertising Age and got awards from a lot of places. It's all over this office. Ron, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. So, Ron, uh, we, we, uh, <laughs> I gave a little bit of a bio on yourself Tell me a little bit about about uh, your efforts throughout the years, uh, the creation of this big PR firm. How does one get to um, thinking about PR in this modern age and to kind of start this firm? What, what does it take? So uh, thankfully, my firm is one of the 20 largest privately held PR firms in the United States. We're about 135 people between New York and a series of other offices. We work in consumer brands, corporate, technology, and a number of other things. At the end of the day, I think that successful PR is about telling stories. Doing PR successfully is about being a creative storyteller, shaping narratives, and really creating stories. Okay, so uh, this is a successful firm. It, uh, you know, there's a lot of iced teas that you represent and uh, kitchenware and things like that. That's all dandy. But you do a lot of writing uh, on the uh, on the topic of Israel and Israel-related issues. But not only that, you get into the kishkas of a particular issue, which is the New Israel Fund, which you are branding in your articles as really an illegitimate organization, one that represents itself as pro-Israel, but in fact is anti-Israel. Is that correct? So I am very passionate about Jewish issues as the grandson of Holocaust survivors, as the grandson of Holocaust survivors, as an American Jew... I think that our foremost duty is to stand by the Jewish state. I think that the essence of being a Jew is really standing with our brothers and sisters. I am very proud personally to be involved with 
a campaign about an extremist organization called the New Israel Fund. You know, if one looks at the name, the New Israel Fund, last I checked, the state of Israel in the narratives of nations is a fairly new concept. It's a new state. This is a very young state. What does one need a new Israel for? And I think that, you know, the answer can be found in the New Israel Fund, in the fact that they are seeking to make this a binational state, not a Jewish state. And the New Israel Fund is an extremist organization, which it's simply amazing, is backed by people such as, you know, big donors to the organization include the president of the UJA Federation, Alyssa Doktoroff. The New Israel Fund boycotts the state of Israel. If you look on their website, if you do research, you'll find that the New Israel Fund boycotts the state of Israel. How it is that organizations like the Jim Joseph Foundation or the Tag Foundation or others that are well-known American Jews can fund the New Israel Fund is just beyond me. When one talks about boycotting the state of Israel, it's not just the Arab world that's boycotting the state of Israel. It's major American donors. It's rabbis. Do they know that they're doing that? Because because I saw in one of your articles recently that these donors got a letter saying, hey, did you know what your money's really going to? And I've had experience myself with uh, New Israel Fund members who basically didn't really know that the New Israel Fund is an anti-Israel fund. Look, I decided a little bit more than a year ago to become very involved with the New Israel Fund issue very specifically because the New Israel Fund is not you know, an advocacy organization that holds up signs and protests. The New Israel Fund does really strong work on the ground in Israel and elsewhere. Organizations like Breaking the Silence, organizations like B'Tselem, organizations like Hamoked, which goes to court in Israel, to make sure that terrorist homes aren't destroyed. These are sick people. Do they know? Well, I can tell you after the last year, I've been naming them by name. I name donors donors by name Mm -hmm. because this is a fight, I believe, for the survival of you know, of the Jewish state. What are are their reactions? Are the reactions we know and we don't care and, and get off our background or what? I can tell you that, you know, for example... Uh, the president of the 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 the, the, the incoming uh, you know, executives of the UJA Federation is somebody I know very well, Eric Goldstein. In fact, Eric Goldstein was the president of a modern Orthodox day school here for many years, of which I was a proud, large donor. The man has been to my office one-on-one countless times. I know him very well. He will no longer speak to me because I expose his friends and his colleagues as donors to the New Israel Fund. I cannot tell you how many times I've been screamed at personally for outing members of the New Israel Fund about how I'm terrible about this, about that. And it's very simple. I tell them, I'd love to not write about you anymore. I'd love to not name you anymore. But you know what's more painful than writing about your name is the fact that the money that you're given The money that you're giving is going to harass IDF soldiers. The money that you're giving is going to create United Nations reports which damage the state of Israel. It's just beyond me that Temple Israel of White Plains, one of the largest conservative synagogues in America, okay, is a donor to the New Israel Fund. The New Israel Fund boycotts the state of Israel. Is there anything more that needs to be said? It's just, it's amazing. You've also shown in your articles that some of the money that gets these organizations is actually coming directly from the Palestinian Authority. Uh, it's, 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 it is a big issue in Israel right now, monitoring the NGOs, where they're getting their funding. 
showing that foreign governments are intervening in the politics of Israel through these NGOs, but even showing that Shovrim uh, Shtika, breaking the silence, is actually getting paid for testimonies by soldiers against the IDF uh, by the Palestinian Authority. So you understand that it's no longer just a, an organization that's you know, uh, just recruiting uh, test- testimonies. It's actually getting paid by the enemy. It is, it is an enemy combatant. For the purposes of this discussion, you know, the, the, much of the work that we've done in the Israel Fund, I've done together with two other people. Um, one of them is Hank Sheinkoff, who is a former staffer for President Clinton. The other is George Birnbaum, who is the former chief of staff for, President, for Prime Minister Netanyahu. As we've written... Among the three of us, one of us, not myself, supports a Palestinian state. Another one of us is very much a reform, conservative-minded individual. I don't care, you know, for the purpose of this discussion, I think if there's donors to the New Israel Fund who support a two-state solution, while I choose to disagree with them, there's plenty of issues that they can give to. While some of them might support, you know, gay and lesbian rights, or some of them might think that Arabs are being oppressed, or any of those different things, which might or might not be true— to give to organizations that boycott the state of Israel, it's unacceptable. It's beyond the pale. To give to organizations that harass the IDF or encourage IDF soldiers to be arrested overseas, it's just beyond the pale of what's accepted for American Jewry. It's simply, it's simply crazy. It's simply insane. And the extremist New Israel Fund, these are you know extremists. These are people that are beyond the pale, and I think that they are a danger to peace in the Middle East. I think that all of those who are concerned with maintaining a peaceful existence in the Middle East should hope and should pray that the IDF stands strong, because without a strong state of Israel and without a strong IDF, it's not just the state of Israel, which is a danger, but I think, God forbid, it's the entire Western world. I mean... Ron, uh, we're speaking with Ron Tarosian. We're at the 5W public relations firm in Manhattan. <clears throat> we're in the heart of Manhattan, but we're talking about Israel and how Israel really looks. And I have to tell you, uh, as I'm traveling out here, and you read uh, back about the issues that are being discussed in Israel and how Israel really looks in the papers, you realize a lot of times that Israel has small thinking, and you also realize the PR damage that we do to ourselves a lot of people talk about Israel's PR weakness, and yet they're not PR experts, and they don't really understand where it comes from, this weakness. At the end of the day, the Jewish people have produced people like uh, Steven Spielberg and Mark Zuckerberg. We should know a thing or two about PR. Why is it, Ron, that our great and beautiful and new country, reborn after 2,000 years, what could be more organic, what could be more natural than the Jewish people living on their ancestral homeland? What, what, what could signal a better thing for the world than a, than a people who were kicked off their land re, reasserting and, and getting their rights back in their ancestral soil? There's nothing more gorgeous. And yet uh, the image of Israel is tarnished by, by, almost a prof- by a professional campaign to hurt its image. And somehow we're not there. We're not, we're not beating them, not, not, not on campus, not in the New York Times, and not in the, the world's eye. Unfortunately, every word that you say is true and is right, and it's just, it's a terrible thing. I think for many years, as long as I can remember, the state of Israel, of course, has has needed to spend and needs to spend on bullets and on weapons and on protection and on the defense of the state of Israel. Today, the defense of the state of Israel, today, the defense of the Jewish state means defending oneself in the media, on the internet, and on many other places. And I think that while the Arabs and the Palestinian Arabs and others spend a lot of time, effort, and money 
on public relations. Israel simply does not. I think that there is just so many things which could be done. You know, when one talks about the issue and the battle of, you know, what the Western media likes to call, what the Western media likes to call occupied territory, you know, the simple answer is that I as a Jew can buy a home anywhere I choose in the United States. I as a Jew can buy a home anywhere I choose in Moscow, in Paris, in China, in many other places. However, I can't buy a home anywhere that I choose in the Middle East. It's just, it's a crazy, crazy concept that, uh, you know, for whatever reason has not been solved and doesn't seem like it'll be solved anytime soon. But the enemy is putting in a lot of effort into PR. Yeah, you look at Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera is funded by the Qatari government, right? At the cost of nine figures. Um, absolutely. Uh, the, 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 the emir of Qatar was willing to blow a million dollars a month for many years. More than that. More than that. I, I, I heard very, it was I think that's a very low number. I think Just it's willing to more, blow it, burn it. I think it's much more than that. I mean, I think you look at any of the Arab nations use countless PR firms all over the world. The state of Israel has not used a PR firm, I think, anywhere in the world in many, many, many years. Um, and it's just, it's terrible. It's not going to change. When Israel has a problem, they rightfully go to the best economists in the world when they have a financial issue. When Israel has a legal problem, they have many great legal minds. Israel has a PR problem, and there are many PR firm owners, many public relations experts who are willing to help the state of Israel, but there has to be a process. It can't be that it's done without process, and it's just, it is scary, it is terrible, and I will tell you that I don't believe that the issue is one of policy. I believe that the issue is two issues. Number one is terrible PR, and number two is, as I end the interview, I'll tell you the way I started it, as the grandson of Holocaust survivors, I believe that much of the world does hate the Jews, and I think that many journalists simply have a double standard against the Jewish state, and that won't change, but we can change a certain amount of minds, and I hope and pray that the time comes that the state of Israel does better PR. Ron Tarosian is a PR expert. He's the owner of uh, 5W Public Relations. We're in this, his office right now uh, in Manhattan. He's also an author, and he's also writing a lot. So check out his articles. He is fighting right now the New Israel Fund, which is, just by its very title, is a kind of narrative, but uh, he's uncovering it as a false narrative. Ron, I, I do hope that uh, uh, we will be able to change Israel's image. It's a great story, really. And isn't PR all about story? It is a great story, and it is the story of our people. It is the story of the world. And it's one that, you know, we have uh, history on our side. We have, the, we have history on our side, and we have the greatest factual basis for our right to the, you know, to the state of Israel. Ron Tarosian, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed that great interview with one of the uh, PR specialists, the PR masters of this world, Ron Tarosian, and who's fighting for the case of Israel. And this show is fighting for the story of Israel and certainly for the narrative of Israel, that narrative that you're a part of. And I want to keep you connected. I am dedicated to creating more media, more connectivity for you. So connect back to me by writing me an email, show at yeshaifleischer.com, or connect with me on Twitter and Facebook and send me your... Uh, Send me your connection. Show me a picture of yourself with the flag of Israel or wherever you are and whatever is, is on your mind. Let me know so, so that we can have this connection two ways. You know, I was in America now, and, and, and when, I, when I was out there in the field, I started realizing how important it is to continue to make this content. And that's why I'm also so proud to be a part of the new uh, landofisrael.com radio network. 
my good friends Ari and Jeremy, we're, we're joining up uh, yet again. And this time, this partnership is going to be amazing and it's going to create amazing content for you. So check us out at thelandofisrael.com. And you know what? We're going to keep telling the story of Israel. Just like Ron Tarosian said, we have the most incredible story in the world. Do you know why? Because the God of Israel chose to tell the story in the Bible. He chose to have a Torah that tells us that we did an exodus from Egypt to the land of Israel. And then we were dispersed for 2,000 years. And now he's bringing us back. He's bringing our language back. He's bringing our strength back. No more incredible story, and we're not going to let our enemies darken our eye. We're not going to let our enemies darken our name. We're going to fight for the truth. We're going to let it be known, and we're going to tell the world that this is the most incredible miracle that has ever happened, and we're going to be a part of it. Yes, we're going to stand here in Jerusalem and say, we are a part of this incredible time, and we're never going to give up, and you're part of that story. So stay tuned, stay strong, and always, always stay connected. And Shalom.